Are you my podcast? 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 Sarah Colonna, here we are. Married at first sight. Reunion part one. How the hell are you? Reunion part one, which means there is a part two. Um, <laughs> and then is that good end- or bad? <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually quite enjoyed the uh, reunion tonight, to be honest with you. So Same. I am excited for more of it. Um, I have lots of thoughts. I know you do too. We yes. will launch in momentarily. If you happen to be listening to this uh, right away, as you should, because I mean, I know you're dying to hear from us. You still have a chance to see Mary and I in Rochester this weekend, the 23rd and 24th performing together at Comedy at the Carlson. You can get links to that at sarahcolona.com. We're going to have lots of fun. We're excited. Our clip shows that we hosted for for Lifetime, there is a, a T from A to Z, and it is covers all 16 seasons. So there's like, we go through a bunch of different clips from 16 seasons. And then there's a look back at Nashville. And I know you guys are like, wait, why? We've already looked at Nashville. <laughs> but <laughs> why? Why? But it's okay, because now you're going to hear it from our lens. Uh, we had a lot of fun. So those air on July 12th, um, both specials. And you guys should make them really well watched so that people think that we're fancy. Yes. Um, Please, please let people think we're fancy and let us feel fancy. We like to feel fancy. Yeah. What if Lifetime's ratings go through the roof that night? I mean, who knows? (laughs) Yeah. It could fucking blow. I mean, I got a spray tan for Christ's sake. Come on. Yes. Yes. You looked beautiful. I'll post photos. We have our Instagram. Uh, Are You My Podcast? We have our Facebook group, Are You My Podcasters? Very fun group. Wednesday night, lively thread when Married at First Sight is on. Always fun. Join it. Rate, review, subscribe. And don't forget, after here, we head over to Patreon and we keep talking because we have so much to say at all times. And even when this season is over, which eventually it will be, um, we are still here doing our podcast and we will be doing lots of fun fun topics and different things. We'll talk about stuff we're watching. We're not going to do a weekly show. We're just going to throw shit at you every week and you're going to like it. So stay with us um, and join us on Patreon. $7 a month for a ton of content. You also get a Sunday episode that has nothing to do with Married at First Sight. So bonus content, Sunday episodes, all of it for the price of a venti latte. Yes, girl. And, (laughs) And you get a couple of neurotic ladies who can't stop, won't stop. Hashtag can't stop, won't stop. Um, <laughs> um, I feel like we could all probably use a little extra therapy after this season. And I love that therapy was brought up in the reunion tonight because I'm a big believer in it. This episode, luckily, is sponsored by BetterHelp, so we can get you a little deal. Uh, sometimes in life, you know, we're faced with tough choices. Path forward isn't always clear. You need help talking things through really can help you make the best decisions for yourself. And better help is one way that you can get therapy right from the comfort of your own home. I know Mary loves it for that reason. I do. I love it that I can do it from my couch. Therapy is helpful whether life is going well or it's not, whether you're dealing with decisions around career, relationships, anything else. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. 
That's right. And you can go to betterhelp.com slash my podcast to get 10% off your first month. So that's betterhelp.com slash my podcast, 10% off your first month. Good deal. We believe in it. Go for it. I will say, my mare bear, this is, I I enjoyed this reunion. I really enjoy, I, you just want to kind of go through it. Let's just go through it as the reunion went through it, right? Like, oh, we'll yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. Um, I really enjoyed Dom saying <laughs> that, all, that people were not happy with her, but she does get a lot of requests for, for cleavage pics. I don't know why it made me laugh. She seems to have a good sense of humor about it. And I thought- well, she could start an OnlyFans. I mean, <laughs> she absolutely could. And I feel like her mom might be slightly disappointed that she didn't find love. But I'll tell you what, maybe she wasn't successful, but her boobs were. Her boobs <laughs> were very successful this season. They were. And they deserved They deserved their success. Um, yeah. I. Well, it was funny because remember we saw her talking to Gil in that painful conversation last week. Um, that seemed, you could tell there was just no chemistry, but she did say they're good friends now. And then, yeah. and then everyone else was saying that Jasmine keeps getting messages that she should be dating Gil. Everyone seems to want someone to date Gil. I could see Jasmine and Gil. Definitely. And I feel like Dom saying like, oh yeah, we're good friends now. I don't know if Dom came to that on her own accord or if someone was just like, girl, I watched it. I don't know if you were present, if you were browning out during that Zoom, but um, it's a friendship. I, I can't <laughs> tell if she decided that they're friends or I think her mom might have even took her aside and been like, he like he, you and the girls, he's not, you're just buddies. Yeah. There was just no spark between them at all, period. It didn't even, I don't even know whose fault it was, but it wasn't happening. I mean, no. that was obvious and um and so, yeah, good. I mean, listen, I, you know, they even discussed it on this. I mean, they are all kind of in each other's lives from different seasons. They all give each other advice and they've all been through this process together. And that makes sense to me. I, I assume a lot of reality shows, I mean, look at the Bachelor Nation, right? Aren't those people always, they're swapping around and dating and. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Like, I mean, I'm not going to ignore somebody I went to high school with. This is like their own version of an adult cult. You're, you you get close. Like, you can't relate. Like, you can relate to this horse shit. And there's nobody else that can. Why would you not? I mean, I feel like I probably would be the person that does the experiment then only associates with Married at First Sight alum. Because I'd be like, you don't get me. You don't know what I went through. Well, I like, yeah. Do you think they have like a secret chat group? Not even secret, but do you think they just, they're on like some text chain I, called, called, are you my podcast? And they just talk about what fucking assholes we are. I'll be honest. I hope so. In a weird way, that would just feel, I'd, I'd feel good about that. Even, even if they're talking mad shit and they're just like these bitches, you know, real critical just sitting at their computers, but it would just make me feel nice. Well, Steve Moy actually posted our, our podcast last week. He said that it was really funny, uh, our cast tells all episode. And he said that he's more, and he was like, it made me, he said it was so funny. And then he said something like, um, you know, I'm and I'm more thrilling. I, yeah, I'm more thrilling off, off when I'm not sitting on the couch because I think you, was it you? Did you make a it comment? It was me, Sarah. Yeah. It was definitely me. Cause when I read that, I did 
have the feeling of like, wow, Mary, what a varsity bitch you are <laughs> just talking about this guy's lack of personality. Here he puts himself out and in, into the world for your entertainment. You're saying he has the personality of your big toe. And he heard it, Mary. He heard it. <laughs> well, he has a good sense of humor. He understands that this is, you know, we're going off of everything. He see he gets it. And he and he laughs at himself. And I we appreciate it. Thank you, Steve, for sharing that. I'm yes. Not, I'm not sure he's listening now because he's probably just listening to the episode where he was going to be talked about. Just kidding. Just kidding. Um, no, a lot of them. Anyway, who cares? I get it. I get why they are all close and it makes sense to me. Um, but I was, for some reason I was shook when Clint said he lives in the same building as Chris and Nicole now. I don't know why. Wait that. Oh, I know. I know. Did that he move out because of Gina? Want to see Gina anymore? <laughs> I mean, honestly, I wouldn't blame him. Would you? No, I want to move. So in case I don't run into Gina and I don't even live in Nashville. I know. I was going to say Hank wasn't enough to keep him close. I mean, yeah, uh, he's living there. What else did they say in that little quick catch up? They said that Mac, oh, they talked about how Mac moved and Dom basically was like, yeah, I knew that you were going to move. And he said, no, he was going to stay in Nashville. But with everything that happened, I moved because my marriage lasted four days, basically. <laughs> um, and I did like Mac bringing up, because remember last, oh, he was so salty about her getting a dog. Yes. And he basically said, look, I know I took low blows and I am sorry. And she kind of went, yeah, I mean, I was even congratulated you when you said you moved. I didn't take low blows. And then he said, no, I know. I'm sorry. No, I mean, OK, I get it. They're in person with each other, so they have to kind of like face the music. But I would also talk a bunch of shit. If I was her, I'd be like, hey, this basement bottom feeding dude who lived in his friend's basement, he'd be like, she got a dog, hated my dogs. I mean, and then they're just forced to get dressed up and sit on a couch next to each other. It's got to be weird, it's right? Got, yeah. I mean, it's weird. It's it is. Weird, it's weirder than getting married at first sight. <laughs> it honestly is, especially since they had, as we've discussed a few times, so much animosity toward each other yes. that we can't even quite figure it out. But yeah, so that can't be fun. I don't think it was I, I nobody looked like they were having a very good time except for Chris and Nicole. Um and Gina and Clint were fine. I I okay. You know it got under my skin, got my goat, whatever the phrase is. Be in your bonnet. It got to be in my bonnet when Kevin Frazier brings up Clint's of course he did. comment but did not bring up that she shots fired first. With full yep. face of disdain, gingery features. All you have to do is go look at the clip. She said it was such disgust. We've already, we're not going to rehash it, but I don't think it's, I think if they're going to show his comment and, and say that he caused a big controversy, they need to also show hers. Cause she went, they showed it back and she goes, yikes. Oh, shut uh, up. I know. I, I just, I'm done. I mean, listen, again, probably a nice lady. I'm just done with her comments. And in that whole source subject, that the hypocrisy that we discussed ad nauseum of her comment, his comment, listen, both of you shut up. One wasn't better than the other. Exactly. I mean, honestly, I'd probably say hers was worse just because she said it with like a face full of shit. She was very grossed out. But that's just my opinion. But 
Yeah. It's like, come on, Kevin Frazier. Like, talk about stirring the pot. Like, bring both up. I mean, and I, he's usually good with stuff like that. I know. And I, and who knows? Maybe we don't, we obviously know he didn't write the, the clip, this, you know, his own script and, Maybe that he wanted to, who knows why they didn't bring it up or maybe it just frustrated me because I, I don't think that you can show one without the other when you say right. that it was such a big deal because, and Clint handled it great. And again, like you said, Gina, probably a nice lady. We are just tired of all the bashing and the bashing. And it felt like when she went, yikes, it was just another opportunity to, for her yikes. to act. Yeah. But she, yikes. she did though, to be fair to her, she did say that they were talking about previous conversations, physical things were brought up and she's aware of that, but this one just hit her harder. So she did at least in her world kind of acknowledge it and almost bring it back up for us. So I was appreciative a little bit of that, but I think Clint handled it great. He just said he had a 40 minute apology and he just kind of only meant to convey differences. They had an attraction and, we all know they came off of that conversation and at least she referred back to that. So that was good. Yeah, it was a little bit of, I, I agree. There was a little bit of ownership she took that I hadn't really seen before, which was yeah. kind of nice. And again, I'll be honest, the the cynic in me thinks it's because they've they've both had to sit in the dirty diaper, watch these episodes and then get dressed up and go see each other again. <laughs> Honestly, I think, I think... I'm not saying that they're not truthful at these reunions, but I think, again, it's like it's you can't get away from it. You know, they're facing each other after watching what they put each other through. I know. I be. It's not. I I know. It's basically I mean, can you it's 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 as if it's. Similar to what would happen if you if we ran into Lindsay in the wild or something. I mean, oh. I'd, j- j- I'd jump in front of a car or something. Oh, Sarah. Yeah. Honestly, I just started watching <laughs> Yellowstone. I'm late to the game, but I just saw a scene where like a bear, there's like a bear attack. I'd rather run into that bear. <laughs> I'm so jealous you just started watching Yellowstone. Oh. Be- we started it during the, I think, 2020 or 20, one of the one of the years when you couldn't leave your house and <laughs> um we, we watched it i think we watched however many seasons there were at that point in a week we just oh. couldn't we couldn't stop i am obsessed with beth at first i thought she was annoying and now i basically just want to be her i mean she is Amazing. And I started watching it with my mother and we pissed through the first season with no, no problem. And then it was kind of like we joke around like, oh, I I almost wanted to watch the show with one hand. I'm like, I've always (laughs) been a Kevin Costner fan. But now I'm like, oh, guess I'm in love with Rip now, too. You know, I mean, I talk about a lady spank bank. Holy (laughs) shit. He is so, John gets so mad when I say he's hot. And he's like, basically, mm. he's like, you know, he's kind of pudgy, Sarah. Like he starts trying to, trying to yeah, tell me yeah. that he, he's yeah. basically trying to find anything. Um, sure. I'm like, it's not, it's, I'm not going to bang rip. I'm just going to think about it. Um, yeah. No, I'm yeah. just going to slide off this here recliner <laughs> in between scenes. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Back to anyway. Meredith at first sight. Right. Well, yeah. no. And, and I thought Chris came in too. I felt just. Again, we have said this before. It seems like everyone obviously really likes Clint and has his back because even Chris brought up, look, I made a thick comment 
And I wish I hadn't, I didn't even mean anything bad by it, but I think in this process, you're overly honest and to a fault. And I can agree with that. I think both um, Gina and Clint were on the honeymoon and then Gina continued to be for the next eight weeks. But yeah, with her words and her facial expressions. I want to say that, you know, when I think about the psychology of this show, it's been out, this is the 16th season and you would, to Chris's point, you'd almost think like you're safer just being honest. But I say this in my stand-up act. There's a fine line between brutal honesty and just being a sociopath. Like you got to keep some on the inside, guys. And I hope whoever's watching that is crazy enough to sign up for this shit in the future, just keep some inside thoughts at least at least till week three. You know? Yes. Yes, definitely. Yeah. There's no, especially since, and I get why they, I mean, I understand the weird instinct to think they have to be overly honest because they only have eight weeks, but at the same time, this is a person you agreed to marry at first sight. So you actually kind of don't get a say in what they look like unless it was, unless it was something so specific that you said, I, if, if, if she had told them no redheads, then okay. But I don't think she right. did. But, um, but it's you almost don't get a say in what they look like. But also, it's it's still a human being yeah. that you don't know. So there, are everyone I would imagine, and I would I s- assume the whole cast would agree with this of all sixteen seasons that you're not, not you're the, the most self conscious you've ever been. During yeah. this, right? Because you right. know someone's judging you at first sight in a weird way, and you're so any kind of any kind of criticism is going to hit even harder. I would think in that situation. Well, I mean, honestly, I go back to my. I mean, I'm going to sound you know aging myself, but like online dating, I did that at a time. You know, it was before the apps and the swipe in and the whatever. And the whole, the nerves of showing up somewhere where someone's only seen a couple pictures, these fuckers haven't even seen pictures, right? Yeah. yeah. And literally go pick out a tux and a wedding dress and roll up. I can't imagine. I would be, I would just be doubled over shitting my pants and puking. I don't even know how they do it. No. Sorry I said shitting my pants. I know you don't like poop talk. And I don't mean maybe <laughs> really, but I would have some cramps real bad. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is, we've, uh, as much as we comment on the show, we we give credit where credit's due. You guys are brave to do this shit yes. for sure. Um, I thought it was funny when they brought up Eris's cousin and this, yes. they said it was unseen footage, but I, I thought, I thought, I think I saw the footage, but I Wait. guess what we didn't see was where he says, I want people who can hold their own. Okay. I'm glad you clarified that because again, you know, I like to have a drink when I watch these reunions and I was like, wait a second, I've definitely seen this. So don't call it, don't label it unseen footage, but okay. That's, that's where it was. Yeah. Mostly unseen footage is what it was. Cause when they started it, I thought, no guys saw it. We definitely saw this. And then when she basically said, I just don't want her around. He said, well, I want someone who can hold their own. And Obviously, she took offense to that as that's you're supposed to have my back. And I thought Gina said a very good thing for once, where she said <laughs> for once, for, she said it takes a strong woman to set a boundary. And um, and that's what she was doing. She wasn't being a, she wasn't running away from the cousin. She was saying, if this person isn't going to respect me and my marriage and is going to 
take shots at my personality when they don't even know me. I don't want to be around them. And yeah, same. Yeah, super valid because I could see a weaker person and all, someone like <laughs> I'm not saying I'm a weak person, but I could I could see myself doing something like tr- just saying whatever to make the cousin like me. Kind of that feeling of like, oh no, you know what I mean? Like, wait, what is it that you oh, think? Oh, you'd be I, sending I, fruit baskets. Are you you'd kidding be, me? Yeah, you'd be sending what are those flower uh, fruit basket arrangements? You'd be sending oh, all the kinds edible, of those edible, edible arrangements. arrangements. I'd be sending yeah. a fucking wine of the month club. <laughs> I'd be like, hey, can we just get together and braid each other's hair? I don't know what it is you don't like <laughs> about me. I'll change, I'll change my entire being. I'll change yeah. my face. But yeah. Good for Jasmine, though. That does speak to the strength of her character of just being like, no, like, this is a tough situation to begin with. I got to deal with this stranger. I'm not dealing with you, too. Yeah. And she even said it. She said, it's me not wanting to be around her isn't weak. And then Max stepped in it, tried to defend Eris. That didn't oh, go true. well. No. She bas- she shot that down fast. And <laughs> then he he goes, no, I know. She should have had your back. She, he should have had your back. She said, well, then don't defend him. I thought, poor Mac. I mean, he's just not having a nice time this reunion. No. He wasn't having fun. He's just stepping in dog shit since they <laughs> left the honeymoon, honestly. He's just he's just stumbling around trying to get some airtime, some camera time. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I, I do think that, you know, when Eris says he took his cousin's side because he's known her longer, blah, blah, blah. But then he apologizes on behalf of his cousin and himself. I mean, he does do the right thing. He knows he knows when he's wrong. A hundred percent. And I mean, I really I know people didn't really end up liking Eris very much, but we always did. I I like them both. And I'm not nearly as 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 flabbergasted as Kevin was that these two didn't work out. I'm just not. I know. Just like I'm not flabbergasted that Gina and Clint didn't work out. I don't know what I don't know what show he was watching or if he's just really a positive guy, which he is. I mean, he's great at this gig. He's been doing it forever. But I just wanted to go, Kevin, it just no. None of yeah. these these didn't work out because they weren't going to. And girl. Yeah, I, just let it go like Elsa, honey. I think it's <laughs> let it go like Elsa. I love you. No, it literally, I was thinking to myself how you just said like, he's been doing this a long time. I was like, maybe he's been doing a little too long. It's like, it's maybe like, he's like me when I'm just watching people walk by and be like, oh, I bet you they're nice. Bet you they'd be fun. Like, he's just, I don't think he's listening to the dialogue. I don't think he's watching the episodes. It just, I think he's just, He's just observing people on a park bench. There's no volume <laughs> turned up. And I, I don't know what he missed. Oh, it was really entertaining me. Well, that's so that's we can get into that. He sat down with um, Jasmine and Eris. And by the way, er, Jasmine and Eris both. We know you, it didn't work out for you guys. We would we wish you could send you a nice gift. And if I could send you a nice gift, you know what it would be. You know that it would be my favorite sheets. It would be oh. attitude, attitude clean bamboo sheets. These are the uh, obsession that Mary and I have with these is real. They are the most comfortable fabric you'll ever feel. They are luxuriously soft, smooth as silk, made from clean bamboo. Okay. They are the world's first non-toxic bamboo fabric. You can rest easy knowing your bedding is free from harmful chemicals and they feel like vegan silk. I mean, honestly, vegan silk 
I didn't even know I'd know what that would mean in my adult life. They're the best sheets I've ever used. I used to be a sweater. I am a sweater no more. I stay cool. These sheets actually keep me at my optimal comfort level and body temperature. Never thought I'd say that out loud either. They're also (laughs) super buttery and great on my hair and my skin. Hypoallergenic. I'm obsessed. Obsessed. They're a B Corp company, climate neutral certified. There's so many good things about this company. And you do get a 30 nights risk-free trial if you don't believe us. And then you can return them, no questions asked. So $25 off your order for a limited time when you visit attitude, E-T-T-I-T-U-D-E.com slash my podcast, attitude.com slash my podcast. And then I believe you also put my podcast in at checkout. If it's not automatically applied, you'll find out when you get there. Attitude, E-T-T-I-T-U-D-E.com slash my podcast. We love you, Attitude. Um, Okay. So Kevin sits down with Jasmine and Eris. And I, that, I know that I respect very much that he wouldn't say, Eris was said, we've had private conversations about what quote unquote really happened. Um, and that things are just private and he respects her family. And if he said some of the things they talked about, he would get blasted. And so I don't, I mean, we know it was an attraction thing is what he was saying, but I don't know if something else happened. I mean, it, it, it's funny cause it does feel, and you know, it, it's almost like because he can't say it feels like it's gotta be this huge thing, but then chances are it's not. And he's right. just respectful. And so it is hard because it feels cryptic. It's like the person who goes on Facebook that's like, don't even ask me about the day I'm having, you know, and you're like, fuck you, you know, just say it. Like, just say it. I feel like you're spending so much time not saying it that just say it. But it's got to be something that whatever the case may be, I do feel other than I didn't like on decision day when he called her out about not loving herself or however he said that I'm probably screwing. You know what I mean? He's been respectful and I like that. And they are, they're, they're friends. They are friendly. They, yes. So she respects him too. And she must know that he respects her. And yeah, for for me, that's good enough. I agree with that. And I think people speculate now. I'm sure everyone's speculating now after tonight and all that, but it seems that they obviously had some conversations that whatever the the mismatch between them was, was something that they both feel should be kept private. But like you said, it's probably, it's probably, who knows, not even a huge deal, but I just think that they were definitely friend at the end, even when she was talking about her, who she's dating and he, he was, he was just looking at her and supporting it. And there's one point he was even had his like arm and was touching her shoulder. And I, you, I, you can yeah. see that these two have a real friendship. Now we could see that in that last episode when they were um, laughing at Dom and Clint and all that stuff. Like you, there's, there's, I guess the point is, and you basically just said it and now I'm just repeating it is that whatever <laughs> happened, it's what we do for, yeah. for an hour yeah. uh, is that they came out of it okay so so for to keep trying to bring it up and find it out it doesn't matter because they know where they stand and they seem right if If they're okay with it we need to be okay with it 
Yeah, I mean, key repeat it. I'll put that down and and uh, underneath my soft buttery sheets and a, on a on a note and try to <laughs> let it absorb into my head to be okay with it and not try to guess things. But um, yeah, no, that- I I mean, it's they're comfortable with each other. They honestly, I like their relationship now more than Nicole and Chris. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying I I say that in jest, you know, hearty, har, har, but like they are so comfortable with each other and so at ease with the relationship that they have with each other that they make me feel comfortable. And I can't say that for Nicole. (laughs) (laughs) I, uh, I think I can agree with you on that because I, yeah, Kevin, like you said, Kevin seemed confused about it and all that. And he was, he was obviously just, it's his job to try to get them to say something. Right. Yeah. And then, but, um, but he needs to also learn, be okay. Like we have to be okay with it. I think everyone basically needs to, but yeah. that the unseen footage of him saying that he would be down for an open marriage in 20 years. And <laughs> I I knew right away because we have picked up on his dry sense of humor. I knew right away he was joking because he said, and I think she did too, because he said, yeah, there's a whole a whole group of people out there. They have to hide and they don't have to hide in the bushes anymore. Like we can come all forward. We can all be people that want to have, <laughs> you could just tell he was just fucking yeah, around. Totally. And, and they were laughing when they were watching it. So that it's another reason I could tell he was fucking around. And when she really made me laugh when she said in 20 years, so you want to start an open marriage when you're 60. And, um, <laughs> and that he told us, yeah, when the cameras were filming, I, sometimes I would just say crazy shit just because it was part of me getting through this kind of thing. And he said, he told her he was joking when they left and he would not be able to (laughs) deal with somebody drilling his wife, as he said. So drilling one of my favorite verbs. (laughs) Is it? I like it. It is a good one. Well, I like it. Yeah. I like it for sex. Yeah. Drill get got drilled. I mean, me, I probably wouldn't, I'm going to start using, I'm bringing it back. (laughs) I think you should. I like pounding. And I feel Pounding. that Clint brought it back for me well, by Pound calling Town. it Pound Town. Yeah. So bring it on down to Pound Town, <laughs> I believe is his song that he wrote about it. I I know this is not what we're talking about, but I really like, I don't even know if I like it, but it just occurred to me right now. I like the chant, like getting slammed, got slammed. Oh, yeah. I might start using that. Yeah. There's a few good ones. Slammed. Yeah. I like to say, I just like to say, is the train going to pull into penetration station? That always gives me a, gives me a little cackle. Well, I, okay. Last thing I will say, my favorite verb and my favorite white me is pork. I loved a good pork, good porking. Oh, pork is a good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we have a lot of options We're for you. Man. This is an educational podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, you can expand your vocabulary by listening to us is what sure. I'm saying. It is an integral, integral part of your um, it is. vocabulary. It is an integral part. <laughs> if you guys want to go back, if you didn't listen to last week, there's a not whole integral. No, maybe integral. for some. That was that was eye opening. Anyway, yes, go back and listen to last week if you don't know what we're talking about. Um, I okay. Her friend came out, Jasmine's friend, and yeah. I. She seemed like a nice lady. Mm-hmm. I have zero percent. Uh, I have, I don't understand what she brought to the table, and this is not a, a dig at her by any means. I liked her. She seemed like a nice lady, 
I couldn't understand what she was doing there. Yeah. If I'm being honest, because basically, obviously she talked about her friend and her mental space and how she was worried about that. And I did like the conversation they had about the cousin because he again started with, she didn't call her fake and the, and basically the friend said, yes, she did by indicating that she was rehearsed and a pageant girl and all this stuff, which is kind of the same thing as saying they're fake. So, um, yeah, but they ended on a good note, but I was, did you understand, um, what the friend they were talking about something at the very end and Jasmine was la- laughing as if it was shocking. And I rewound it three times and I still don't know what they were talking about. Was this, this didn't have to do with the two sentences man who went to three sentences. No, that's different. I don't even know. What, uh, what is I don't that? know. I, I have to be honest. I was a little confused too. And there was a lot. I, I, I'm not a hundred percent. I don't know if I know what they were laughing at. I just remember like, when they after after her friend agreed to disagree about the cousin being fake and her friend was saying that Jasmine was a little more reserved than the situations that that Eris has dealt with in the past. And then Jasmine was saying something about Eris is a two sentences man who went too far into three sentences. And then I just browned out. I, I don't know what happened. Yeah, I, the friend said something that Jasmine almost looked like, oh my God, no, she didn't kind of thing about me and laughing. I, I, I Anyway, I don't know if there was like a big inside joke. Maybe it's because we saw the clip of Eris talking about his gooch again, and then I couldn't oh. focus after that. So, because I, I, this show's educational because I didn't know what a gooch was until I, mean, I, until I saw the show. I, I don't want to be a woman that I am right now with merch that says gooch on it, but I also don't not want to be that. Pr- I mean, gooch... <laughs> Gooch makes me giggle, Sarah. Few things bring a smile to my face recently, like Gooch. Yeah, it's it's uh it's solid. It's it solid, and, <laughs> and the the Gooch itself is actually solid as well. Um, it is a little fleshy. So and it anatomically, anyway. Yes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they en- ended on a nice note. Everything happens for a reason. It'll make sense one day when they have their people and. I love that he talked about how her passion rubbed off on him and he started volunteering and that he learned wanting to do things like that from her. That was fucking awesome. I know. I know. That's good. Truly like bettered. He's a better person from, from knowing her. And, and my hope is that she feels that way too, in some capacity. And we might never know all the details, yada, yada, but they've clearly, they have a friendship that they both value. And again, that should be enough for us. Isn't, but it should be. No. And I thought it was funny when Kevin talked about how he thought it was weird, a red flag that the guy didn't want to show his face on TV, which I don't think is a red flag at all. But then I I got what he was saying after that. He basically meant, oh, well, are you up to something that people can't see your face on TV? So, but my thought was if the guy's married and he, and the woman's watching the show, she'd probably be able to figure out it was him. Right. Yeah. 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 I um, mean, yeah. The, you but blur, blur out of face. You got you got a lot of other things to work with there. Yeah. You know? But she said it was her call because she wanted him to not have to deal with that nonsense, the TV stuff. So, you know what um, I think is a bigger red flag? Getting married at first sight. You I know, mean, that you're, the you're, guy the guy that she went on a date with might have thought that was a red flag that she was on yeah. married at first sight. Good point. 
So that there was a film crew for them to go get a drink. I think that's a bigger red flag than me not wanting my face on Lifetime while we get to know each other. But who am I? So, uh, well, Chris and Nicole, um, they're fun. They were going to have a little (laughs) joke about not being together to trick us, but uh, they didn't do it. Thank God. Cause I couldn't handle it. Honestly, I just, they, they can try, you know, I'm just disappointed. They weren't in any sort of costume or anything, anything corny. (laughs) Um, I, I do think it's like, Again, I, I listen. I love Kevin Fraser. We watch this show to be to make comments and be funny or like whatever. But it's like for him to be like, "You guys were the, the strongest couple all season." I'm gonna be like, "That's like, you know, you're the prettiest girl in a one girl town." You know what I mean? Like it doesn't it doesn't mean anything, Kev. No, it doesn't because we have no everyone else was crashing and burning uh, by day two. So, <laughs> well, it was funny when they brought up how he, quote unquote, prejudged her, as Nicole said, because um, Kevin had shown there was a clip from, I guess, maybe the kickoff special where he said she was going to maybe make him crazy and be too much. And I appreciated the way Nicole handled it because um, yeah. we've seen that she goes on Instagram and yells at people. So I think she what? handled it well. And um but it was funny because I also wanted, I think the reason she hopefully handled it well too is because she was saying that <laughs> all season, oh, wasn't yeah. she? Yes. Yeah. Those were her words, Sarah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, absolutely. So it, it actually would have been a little hypocritical if she was like, the fuck? And like through through a table or something. She did. I have to imagine. Okay. Again, this this the psychology of this show. You live through it. It's got to be crazy. But then having to watch all the episodes back, it has, and then and then not only watch them back, but then come and talk about it again. You got to be at a point where you're like guilty. You got yeah. You got me. You know I'm yeah. A fucking whack job. You got me. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Well. Oh my god. When they brought up the dog thing, which I, okay. So they brought up the dog thing and how she stepped in right away, which she did, which is really good because he was emotional and she just handled the situation and they, everything was fine. It was great. It was a really good moment for her for sure. But I don't know why it made me laugh when she said this because I don't think it's what she meant, but she goes, um, yeah, when he was crying, I, I didn't, it's not like I immediately thought, oh, he's not masculine or, oh no, what a baby. and. <laughs> But nobody had asked her if she thought that. So <laughs> so it just it just felt like, you know what I mean? It felt like when someone's oh. like, no, I wasn't thinking to myself at all. Like, oh, you fucking pussy. You yeah, know, no, you, I was you never varsity think- pussy. Take your yeah. skirt off. No, I was thinking that's my man. <laughs> yeah. It reminded me. I started thinking, remember when we tried the we we watched a little bit of Married at First Sight Australia and that woman. Oh, the one guy was getting emotional and she's like, are you going to have a better hair? And she, was, <laughs> she was so mean. Oh my oh. God, Sarah, I completely forgot about that. And that was, that was offensively funny. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. For some reason, it really tickled me tonight. Just thinking, she's like, no, I wasn't thinking at all. Like, what the, God, what a loser. I wasn't thinking that. I was just thinking, cool, I'll, I'll handle this. But, I wasn't thinking which one of us has our period, buddy. Yeah. yeah. 
I that was really really funny. I didn't even pick up on that, but yeah, she totally totally dropped that, and they just moved past it. I I do think that they they're gonna make it the long haul. I really do think that. And in he seems so much cooler and calmer post the filming, don't you think? And yes. I don't mean like he wasn't cool or he wasn't calm, but I just think we see him a little bit more in his natural element. And I think it's showing me he's very, he's much more go with the flow than I thought. And I think that's what she needs. Like he, she needs somebody and he shows me that now. I agree with that. And I I remember a couple episodes ago, I said that I was starting to worry that they were going to be broken up by the reunion. They were not. Obviously, I was wrong. And I was I just was wondering, I was picking up on some weird things, but I was wrong. And I don't. And now that I saw them together on this, I agree with you. I would imagine they're going to be because she seemed even more calm. Right. And and she's she out of filming. And she they they talked about how they have um, good communication and that he never had a hard time speaking up and that she was always saying that she was worried that he was going to have a hard time speaking up simply because his family kind of indicated that. Remember one of his right. family members was like, Oh, if you're going to break up with him, you better do it on time or he'll just hang on for 10 years or something. They said some <laughs> weird shit to her. So, yeah. so she even said I was creating uh, kind of a problem that wasn't there. And right. so I, I thought they both seemed calmer. Um, they talked about, I don't know, she says she gets upset over little things and has kind of five second rants and then lets it go. And um, and that he, he's learned she just kind of has to do that. And I relate to that myself. I well, Oh, same. Oh, same. yeah. Just under my breath, just nonsense. And John's just staring at me scared from the corner. I'm like, oh, God, when's that going to? And then it just goes away. And I walk away like nothing ever happened. And he wonders if he's going to end up on an episode of Snapped. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, same with Mark, where it's like, I just, the thing, at the end of the day, Nicole is Nicole. You're you. I'm me. Just because you meet the the love of your life doesn't mean that you're automatically going to be perfect and not have little moments, you know, and that's fine. It's just, I think that it's, Chris has to be a little calmer knowing that they're not as maybe volatile as she was threatening throughout the season. <laughs> yeah. And I think she's aware that she, uh, like you said, they they have to watch the show back. And now she knows how many times she said that stuff. And he, they're probably watching it together. And he probably said, really? Uh, you acted like I couldn't handle anything. I'm fine. Right. And yeah. she probably realizes, recognizes that in herself. Um, I'll tell you, I love her dad. I love their oh, relationship. Yes. He seems just like a sweet guy. Watching them FaceTime him. I would have rather watched a nap. <laughs> Oh, I don't think I've ever heard you say that. I would have rather watched a nap. That, yeah. I agree. I agree, Sarah. <laughs> oh, my God. Just watch them all lay down on the floor for 15 minutes. <sighs> and I would have watched it in real time and I wouldn't have fast forwarded. And it would have been. I. It just I didn't I, I, I didn't ever think that the dad had a problem. You could always tell that he liked Chris. I mean, he made the big dick energy comment, mm -hmm. but. He never, he was always kind to Chris. There was no drama there. So I just. I mean, he was telling the kid to call him dad within <laughs> seven to nine days of the nuptials. I mean, it was, yeah, I, I'll tell you what, Nic Nicole's dad, 
is as eager to have Chris in his life as Nicole is. Yeah. They're they're happy. And you know what? And I think also Chris, it's reciprocated. Chris loves it. Chris loves the family piece. It's that's that's even kind of a, 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 not like a surprise to me, but how much they're all on the same page is I'm very happy for them because it's a lot. It is a lot. And I like the and the data and, and and as we talked about, the cast all likes each other. And get, I mean, they even it apparently even extends to the family because remember, didn't he name uh, all, of them. all of the chickens or something after? Yeah. Didn't it would yeah, and then and then in this episode he was talking about um that the oh. whole family is all cast. I mean, the uh-huh. whole cast is all family to him now too. And I liked that. Yeah. And the, the did he say like the dogs all have an aunt this and an uncle this and an aunt yeah. this and an and I mean he he didn't he he wasn't just trying to make a point. He he went through the whole cast. I think he I think they might be auditioning to try to host something together because oh, he also Sarah. said something. He said something about um the results of this show are fantastic. And I thought, what? What? Yeah. Yeah. We had one couple didn't even make it three days. And then you, the results have been fantastic for Chris and Nicole. Yeah. But you might want to check in with everyone else about the results being fantastic. Bubbs. I mean, I <laughs> honestly think that you're on to something. I think they are. Her dad would love nothing more than a spinoff with the dogs maybe a pregnant Nicole, maybe he's got like an in-law apartment. I, I smell that it smells. And I'm not saying like, you know, was it desperation is a stinky cologne, but I smell it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why the way you said that made me laugh really hard. (laughs) So there was a little, a little disgust and a little, just all of it. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't think they talked about the kids thing and they're going to revisit it. I th- here's my here's my only concern about them having kids. The amount of shit they're going to have in their house, the amount of junk, the oh. amount of costumes, knickknacks and paddywhacks. Oh, oh. <laughs> it is it is going to be yeah, insane. Chachis. Oh, lord. Everywhere and just mm-hmm. couldn't resist it. It was two ninety nine on Amazon, and uh-huh. it is just gonna be that kid's I mean. gonna be dressed up. I mean, I'm not gonna pretend that my husband didn't put a doctor's costume on my cat last October. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> he did. Okay, Uh-oh. so guilty too, by the way. But yes, um, and he also and he captioned it. Always knew that I would have a child that was gonna be a doctor. I mean, he's you know we're fun. So <laughs> you guys are fun. <laughs> the amount of nonsense that that would be, I mean, Chris is going to tri- be tripping over just all kinds oh. of sh- dino well, costumes I, and nonsense. I mean, didn't didn't all the, 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 the dogs all had a what a puppet or a finger t- puppets, finger puppets. I mean, that was that didn't take long. And I can only Im- I mean, I I would um, I would smell probably themed baby showers. There'd oh. be, I mean, I, you know what it is? I, I, she gives me a theme vibe. There's a lot of themes and this. Oh. I think that's like a, mm-hmm. a, if you will, a theme with this show where they'd have like, oh, the, the first friends and family get together. You pick a theme, whatever. She pineapples, the whole nine. She likes a theme and it's not just, it's not just for the holidays. It's, there's a, 
I think there's a lot of themes coming. A lot of themes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of Amazon deliveries to your point. Yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of. So that's kind of nothing, it. Yeah. Nothing else really exciting happened when it, uh, in a discussion with them. I will say for the, for these two, um, the busy couple, we have a nice, a nice little thing that we can offer up to them. I think yeah, they, uh, they both like to cook. And we have HelloFresh, which we really, really like. Okay. So they did send us um, products and we did. I loved it. I love the HelloFresh box. I love that seasonal ingredients. They're picked at peak ripeness and they travel from the farm to your doorstep in less than seven days for fresh flavor in every bite. Okay. You get all of your, it's fun, it's affordable, it makes home cooking easy, it helps you make decisions. That's why it's America's number one meal kit, TBH. Mary? It is true. And my favorite thing about HelloFresh is that they come pre-portioned ingredients. You know mm-hmm. exactly what you need and it helps me cut down on food waste. I have struggled with this all of the time. And it doesn't matter if you're not a pro in the kitchen, these foolproof recipes arrive pre-portioned and they're totally easy to prepare in just a few steps. Yes. They give you a whole card, tell you how to put I help. <laughs> very helpful for me. And I love it because I do run out of ideas for what to cook. So I love that they send you everything. It's all in there. And then they tell you exactly how to prepare it. And it's always easy. So you can go to hellofresh.com slash my podcast one six. So my podcast 16, the numbers, and then use code my podcast 16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. Okay. So that's a lot. And they are um, now owned by HelloFresh Green Chef uh, is another one of our sponsors we've had, which is now owned by HelloFresh. So there's a wider array array of meal plans to choose from something for everyone. You can switch between the brands and listeners can enjoy both brands at a discount with us. So go to HelloFresh.com slash my podcast one six use code my podcast one six for 16. That's a lot of free meals. Okay. All the ladies sat down. Yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. They, it was, there wasn't a whole, I mean, they showed Jasmine breaking down again. They showed, I guess a little bit more extended vi- version. They kept showing unseen footage, but it was footage we'd seen, but then they added something <laughs> to the end of it. So I was, yeah. I kept getting a little bit confused, but then I understood it was, she kind of went even further and she got emotional seeing it back, which I imagine you, you would realizing how upset you were and how kind of broken down you felt at that moment. And she's such a happy person. She said, basically she's, she, she started happy and optimistic about this whole process. And then life just got like sucked out of her. Um, (laughs) and then he, she feels he didn't try. She's still a little salty, but she just likes him. Yeah. I mean, and it's, how is it, possible to not get upset, not only watching these scenes back when you were like at a really low point in your life, but then you've also got Kevin Frazier being like, how was it to be rejected again and again and again? And just when you think it's done, more rejection again and again. I mean, he likes, he likes to really get the knife in there. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's listen, he's doing his, he's doing his job. He got, he's getting him emotional, getting it. And they all talked about how resilient she is. Um, I'll tell you what, they showed the clip. 
So they want he wanted to bring up that the two of the guys moved on quickly to penetration station. Oh yes, bone zone, pound uh, town. <laughs> and I guess they hadn't seen it yet, so maybe they filmed this before that aired or something. I guess I'm sure they did, obviously. So they they hadn't seen that yet because Gina's face when he said that he had oh. to call NASA to clear a, a rocket launch. <laughs> I she I, did not think that joke was funny. And then she went, can you see why, why I wouldn't just want to like jump his bones? Oh, shut up. It was funny. It's so funny when she was like, oh my God, like she literally thinks that that scene cements her stance on Clint. If anything, it just supports ours even more. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like she watched that scene kind of like a mic drop, but it was the wrong mic. Like it didn't, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, she, yeah, she tried to drop the mic and then it just bounced right back up into yeah. her hand. Yeah. yeah. Because, and then even when, when they were talking about asking everyone what kind of man is right for them, what, 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 what was Kirsten talking about <laughs> when she said Gina needs a guy that's rough around the edge? No, she doesn't. She doesn't think rough. She doesn't understand rough around the edges. She thinks it's offensive. And she, I mean, Clint's a little rough around the edges, isn't he? I think so. He's like a fucking lumberjack. I mean, I I don't. I mean, I'll tell you who's not rough around the edges is Mac. Mac no, seems, Mac seems like the opposite of rough around the edges, and so that I was very confused. And I would also like to the whole thing with the swag. I oh. I, I just I want to. I don't even know. I want to. I, I want to punch a pillow and then fall asleep. But every time they bring up swag, and say and imply that Clint doesn't have swag. First of all, it's a word that I think is sort of open to interpretation. What you may see as swag might be different than what I see as swag, or whatever the case may be. Fucking Clint has swag. He ha- absolutely. You cannot say this guy doesn't have moxie or swag or whatever it is that you call it. Yeah, I mean, she did when he talked to them. I guess they said something like, "Oh, swag is in the high eye of the beholder," and she kind of tried to. But I, I it, it's, it's, I just the, the talking out of both sides of that mouth. You know, it's like the 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 oh, he's I need this and I need I, and oh oh no, swag's in the eye of the beholder. And then to right before that, she was in a in a in a clip with Kevin saying, Ooh, can't you see why I didn't want to bang it? You know, it's just, it's every time she tries to fix when she's been an asshole, it just, I see, we can all see right through it. It's, it's really, I just don't, I think she thinks she's proving her point and she's not. That's yes. You're a hundred percent right. I think, uh, uh, Clint has become America's sweetheart and, (laughs) I mean, uh, you know, captain, my captain, I don't know. I want to go on the dang. I want to hang out. I want to have some beers. I want to talk to Clint. We got to figure out how to make this happen, Sarah. I I know. I know. I I do too. Um, Well, since we're talking about that, we might as well go into to what they were um, when they were sitting with him. So um, this was one that, that Kevin really couldn't let it go. He just kept saying, I don't understand. I don't understand. And I just thought, I don't, I understand. Yeah, I mean, we we Hank we, understands. Hank understands. We because, and I understand. He's trying to get them to give more of a reason, but you could just t- they were just oil and water. I mean that yeah. that she she thinks 
any kind of sexual reference is disgusting, outrageous, over the top. She said that he grosses her out at one point. I mean, yeah. you do, <laughs> on national TV, yeah. she's, she said thinking about sex with him grosses her out. So that's so what she told Pia. I remember it. I'm never going to forget it. It's like, so it's almost like she said it about me for some reason. So I know I, I, I just, they just, they don't have it. I mean, he kept saying we have components. The attraction was the barrier. Um, and and I, I, they showed a clip where he had told Cal he wants someone who cares about how they look to the world and how they present themselves. And doesn't that seem like Gina? Yeah, it does. But it, well, it doesn't make her the the personalities don't match. It doesn't matter what you look like on the outside. I was. It's that exact moment was, and I'm not. And this is going to come out harsh, and I don't mean it harsh because I I do think Gina has you know some characteristics that are you know, redeeming and whatever. But like, I think the bottom line is it wasn't even about the, the physical appearance, even to Clint. I think he didn't find her inside attractive. And I think that that's a hard thing to say out loud. I don't think he would say that, but as much as she felt about him outrageous, whatever, I don't think he really liked who she was as a person for him, for as a partner. You no, know? as a partner, no, totally. Yeah. Be- and she did say it on, she said it on TV millions of times about his personality. It was too much. It was over the top. It was this, it was yeah. that. And, and I think he feels that she's too, he's probably like, you're a dud to me. I mean, that's yeah. just, we're just not, they don't match. So um, it's kind of, it's, it's sort of just a moot point. I mean, even when, when he said, could this ever come back around? And she said, that's the burning question. I know I already said this last week because I saw the preview, but no, it's not. No, there's no burning question. Zero people want you guys to work it out. Zero. Yeah. Except maybe, maybe someone, I don't know, maybe if, if there's a listener that, that did, I'm good for you. But uh, yeah. nobody, by the end of it, nobody wanted them to work out because we didn't think that they would, would even be happy together. And that no. for both of them, I don't want no. her to be with him either. I don't want him to be with her. I don't want her to be with him. They weren't going to. No. You're so you're so right. I wouldn't feel good about either one of them settling <laughs> for you know, or I mean Yeah. And I, I guess I say, well, I I don't know. I'm gonna be really I, I think I'm probably more team Clint just personality wise. So there's part of me that's like if he was head over heels happy with her, I wouldn't no, I don't think I'd want him to to settle for her. I don't. And I don't think she would settle for him. So it doesn't matter what I think. No, but you know one thing, and and this ha- whenever when he said that when when Kevin asked them that and um they talked about if he could have wooed her more blah blah all that bullshit but when when they when he she said that's the burning question he there's nobody that picked up on on shit that they did wrong more in my mind this season than Clint because. He just let her answer. He basically said, I'm going to let her answer. I'm not going to put my foot in my mouth. I'm not going to say something where people are going to take it wrong about whether or not this could come back around. And then I want, I mean, they, they went dun, dun, dun to a commercial and came back. I was, I wanted to stand up and just scream, no, it can't yeah. come back around. But it, it did feel that he, he, 
let her take the lead on that so that nobody could claim he said anything, I don't know, negative or something. And then, and then he kind of left it with like, who knows, you know, life's funny the way it is. But then I appreciated when he, he, he said, um, he asked, Kevin asked if Clint thinks she tried and Clint said, no, that she didn't get deeper when he wanted her to. I mean, there was a lot of talk about work and he brought that up and, and she said, and she agreed with it. She said she didn't pick up that when he was sharing something small, it could have been the opening for her to have a less guarded conversation and, and, and talk about things. So I think they both learned some lessons. I think so. And, and, you know, I think, I mean, God, coming off the comments that they started the season with each other and it's been fucking downhill since there, I feel like more than more than anybody to hear exactly what you just said, Clint learned like when to just maybe not make a comment. Yeah. But he also was honest and true to himself. I mean, even when when Kevin brought up the whole idea of like, you know, was Gina on the show to push her business? I mean, Clint was like, that's kind of who she is. That's her life. He didn't really tiptoe around it too much. He was just like, this is, that's who she is, you know? And, and I mean, I think he's changed his tune a little bit when it, like I said, they're, they're back seeing each other. They've had to watch these episodes. I think that's got to be a hard thing to do after, after not being ugly to each other, but maybe watching each other be ugly about the other person a little bit, which I I think she did way more of that than him. I think he's just trying to get through it as unscathed as possible. Like we're almost done. Like let's just fucking be done with this. Yes. And he's dating someone. Um, I, I she, she said, well, we, but we both always say if we had to do this experience again, we'd do it again together. No, on decision day, when he said that she looked at him like he had 10 heads. Oh yeah. 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 He, she, he, she was not feeling that. And I think, I think again, it's 2020. She's looking back. It's behind her. Oh, let's make nice. Let me fix. Maybe if people think I'm bitchy, whatever she, she wouldn't do that again with him. No way. No. And so, and so when we have the, the actual receipts because we watched the show. So, right. you know, you don't get to rewrite it, but okay, whatever. Um, yeah. But I, I am glad that they don't seem to have animosity other than the fact that he seems to have moved the fuck out of that building. Um, oh, so funny. Good for but, him, though. Yeah. He's like, I've got it. And I'm glad he's dating someone. And he, he said it's someone who's, um, you know, adventurous and all this stuff. And and so good. We would like to see photos, Clint. Yeah. Come on, Clint. I want to see a photo of you guys together. You know, I don't on know. On the dang. On the dang. We want to yeah. be involved in your love life. Um, yeah, not in I a know. creepy way. Well, yeah, me neither. I almost I hesitated, creepy way or not. I didn't mean it. <laughs> it came off very weird. But um Well, yeah. okay, so we should we'll talk about Kirsten Shock real quick because that was kind of, um they were I don't know. They're they're they say he says they talk. He, we, he moved to Austin for a new job, which we knew because someone had posted that in our Facebook group, Are You My Podcasters? Um, right. But it was, look, she was very honest. Like, I didn't want anything to do with him after decision day. And she, it was an interesting conversation because she was really like, I felt that I did everything and I supported him as a wife. And um, she talked a lot about washing clothes. She did some washing some clothes. <laughs> yeah, um, she did, didn't she? <laughs> some laundry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she did some laundry. So mm-hmm. I just, 
it was it Shaq is confusing the shit yes, out of me Sarah. now. Right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. Go. I, no, I mean it's I I think all season, like Kirsten has made me just want to rip my own tongue out and just like smack it on a window. I and, like I've had no idea if if they were coming or going and thinking I blamed her for a lot of it. But like tonight he got on my nerves where he's all over the place. Very confusing. And I mean, by the end of I mean, it's like they talked for a while, but they didn't say shit. Do you oh, know what I mean? It was the longest. It was, again, as you said, they were <laughs> circle and just talking in circles, which they did a lot during the season. It's a turd circle in the bowl. <laughs> like, oh, and just no. And Kevin Frazier was just not allowed to flush it because he had to fill the, he had to fill the whole episode. So yeah. he just let them talk. And I mean, they were because, so she said, first of all, when he said that he didn't feel like they had enough time and they needed more time, I almost I, I don't I can't believe Kirsten just didn't get up and, and put him in a headlock and just take him I off know. stage because that is exactly what the the post dis- waiting you know to see if they haven't had enough time maybe the eight weeks wasn't enough that was the whole point that's what she said that's what that's why she still want- day is for yeah that's why she was still waiting she said I don't know for sure but I think we need more time I mean that's what was her whole point <sighs> and so she must have her composure We've always thought, I know that you've, you've always kind of, you're to take your words, you always say she doesn't seem to have a lot of salt, a lot of pepper. Um, There was a lot of pepper tonight and there was, and she is, she was right. I mean, she, to be as frustrated as she was. I, 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 I'm so, I go back and forth with them and he's actually, he's, he's getting on my balls more than she is because even tonight when he was like, yeah, and this pastor came and told him he needs to make a decision for him. So now I'm like, oh, you're, so you're blaming your pastor to like, like, I, I just feel like he's, I don't, I, I don't know if maybe he just can't handle looking bad or or making a mistake I, I i but he's just i got to be honest i don't have the patience for them i don't give a shit if they ever <laughs> speak again i don't care and i don't mean to be heartless <laughs> but like i don't fucking want to know if they ever talk again <laughs> is that okay can i yes. just say that I, I by the end of tonight i don't i don't I don't even want them to come back next week. No, I don't. I, I, I feel that I feel it because there was so there, cause there was a moment where he got a little salty with Kevin when Kevin started to interrupt him or something. And he was like, I'm getting there. I'm going to, I'm, yeah. you know, when, when it was, when he said he really didn't know until the moment, which is insane to me. And then he basically <sighs> just made a decision. And here's what I think. I think he made a decision in the moment, which is a bad idea at for after putting all this into this. I think you need to probably know going in. I understand that he was looking for answers, didn't have it. But I, I think he is like, I done went and fucked up. That's what I think. Yes. And yes. I think he's defensive about it now and he knows that he fucked up and he almost can't believe he said no. And- he is now trying to 
find any way to explain himself, but he can't. And so we have to listen to him try and it ain't happening. And I don't, I just don't have the patience for bullshit. He literally talked out both sides of his asshole the entire evening. And at one point he's like, well, you know, I needed more support for my answer to be yes. But then I got in my head. I didn't think I was good enough. Like, what the fuck is it? With that okay, and that was what that's what I thought. I that's when I actually thought I'm gonna I'm gonna move somewhere <laughs> where they don't get TV cable and um yeah no mm-hmm. lifetime no mm-hmm. no nothing I I don't even want to be able to read I have there's no internet no, no nothing I don't want to be able to read about it because I'm so frustrated. Because all of a sudden at the end, basically, he said, I didn't think I was good enough for her. We watched a 15 minute segment where he kept talking about support and she support and blah, blah, blah. And then, then, and then all of a sudden it was, I didn't think I was good enough for her. What? I mean, it's like, it's almost like he's literally doing, you know, those like choose your own endings. He chose 50. In the last 20 minutes, he just chose a bunch of different endings. None of them were true. And he just kept saying, and you know, I've kind of shit all over Kirsten because she's, I guess maybe her lack of decisiveness with things has gotten on my nerves a little. I can't imagine dealing with this guy. I can't (laughs) imagine. Is this your public apology? I mean, kind (laughs) of. No, you didn't shit on Kirsten. You just shitting on her. We just felt that she was frustrated with her. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they're they are. I they I deem them the most officially frustrating couple to watch now. I actually deem them that now. Sarah of all time. Honestly, if you just took just just dialogue from their interactions from this whole season and just like, just streamed it. It, it, it wouldn't say anything, but it would go on for 70 million hours. It's, it's bananas. It's a, yeah. It's almost like something they would play just the audio of to, to, to like torture someone to, to get make you go insane. Yeah. 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 Like they'd say, Hey, um, when this is over, we need you to kind of write a summary. In some Asia, in in somebody would literally just stab their eyes out with a pen. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, Mary, this we're an hour. We're way over an hour yeah, here. We we're over an hour. So let's. Um. We're gonna keep going. We have more thoughts. Believe me. And mm-hmm. we are gonna go over to Patreon and keep discussing it. You can get bonus content there with us. It's fun. We do the full episode here, and then we just go and have more fun and keep talking. Just keep yapping. We keep yapping. And then um, and then also you get a Sunday episode, which is not Married at First Sight related. It's just fun. just a couple of girls doing a podcast, just a couple yeah. of ladies now that we're allowed to podcast. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So- <laughs> our very own driver's licenses <laughs> and our very own podcast. <laughs> Please go join us on Patreon. Uh, it helps keep us around and we appreciate the support. And also, if you can't, then we'll see you next Thursday for reunion part two, uh, where Mary actually loses her mind. So close. All right. Bye. Are you my podcast? 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 
are you my podcast.